0: Welcome to the Sober Mofos Podcast, where we discuss how to get sober, how to stay sober, and how to live a healthy, happy life in sobriety. My name is Dirk Foster, and I'm a sobriety coach and author, and I've been sober since 2007. Today, I want to talk about something that is, um, shall we say, near and dear to my heart. And that is social anxiety. In particular, how social anxiety is connected to our drinking problems. Okay? One of the most common traits shared amongst problem drinkers is an intense discomfort in social situations. And I think it's safe to say that all people feel some level of social anxiety. However, in my experience, I've discovered that people with addictive personalities, heavy drinkers especially, struggle to feel comfortable in any type of social situation. That's what I want to talk about today. Uh, Before we get started, if you get a chance, please visit my website, which is SoberMofos.com. I am a sobriety lifestyle coach and a book author, so my website is filled with all sorts of information and resources, so check it out if you get a chance. Again, that is SoberMofos.com, so check it out. Okay, social anxiety is defined as a mental condition in which social interaction causes irrational anxiety or stress, all right? It's a complicated way of saying, those of us who suffer with social anxiety have a very difficult time being around other people, whether individually or in groups. Interacting with other people, people can feel so uncomfortable that we need to alleviate our stress with the ancient social lubricant called alcohol. Without a few drinks in our systems, spending time in any type of social environment can feel annoying, um, painful, stressful, anxiety-inducing, etc. One of my earliest memories, just to give you an example of how, how this affects me and what my kind of experience and history with social anxiety is, one of my earliest memories is being taken to a birthday party by my mom where I knew, I knew no one, okay? And I don't recall whose party it was, but I do remember the fear I experienced as soon as I arrived. I was around five or six years old at the time. My clearest memory of this event was hiding inside the house while other children played outside near a pool, okay? There was a glass door. Dividing me from the other kids as I watched them all playing um, games and swimming and having a good time. Adults kept asking me why I wasn't joining in the fun, but all I could do is cry and beg them not to make me go outside. They finally gave up and left me alone until my mother returned and took me home. That's like a, a memory I have that's kind of deeply ingrained in my brain. The feeling of being separate from others. Feeling like an outsider everywhere I go is something that I've struggled with my entire life, starting from a very early age. I believe this feeling of otherness, if you will, is a major ingredient of my alcoholism. I've always felt, starting from an early age, that I didn't belong anywhere. I was plagued with a nagging feeling that everyone else in the world understood what life was all about and knew the secret to happiness. If I was at a party, for instance... I never felt that I fit in or belonged. I felt as if everyone else was part of a secret club that I wasn't allowed to join. No entry, members only, right? I've since learned that just about everyone has felt this way at some point or another, perhaps not as consistently as I did, but everyone at some point feels separated from the rest of humanity, as if they are totally alone without a friend in the world. And perhaps this is something you deal with as well, the feeling that you're alone in the world or an outsider everywhere you go. I have discussed this issue with countless people over the years. We share the same common feeling that we are aliens who don't belong on the same planet as everyone else. What many of us discover is that alcohol makes us feel like we belong. And I want to give you another example. I've always been a blusher since childhood I've experienced this maddening rush of blood to my face whenever I feel awkward or embarrassed. And the most frustrating part about being a blusher is that when you blush, you become more embarrassed by people knowing you're blushing, which then makes you blush even harder. (laughs) So when the blushing increases, the blood rushes into my ears, making it difficult to hear. Once my face flushes hot and my hearing is impaired, I become confused and begin to stammer and stutter. It's a vicious cycle of humiliation that I've struggled with ever since I can remember. Over time, I've worked hard to avoid any type of situation that might embarrass me. Socializing in large groups, approaching a girl I liked, speaking to adults, attending parties, dancing, all made me feel incredibly uncomfortable and awkward. Booze changed everything for me. Alcohol changed it all. I realized early in life that many situations that, in, that induced embarrassment could be easily conquered with a few drinks. So by my teens, I rarely engaged in any type of social activity without downing a few beers whenever possible. Drinking gave me the courage to look people in the eye, speak out loud, joke, dance, and most importantly, at that stage in my life, talk to girls. I became dependent on alcohol to help me navigate Awkward social situations well into adulthood, okay? And this is where the problems arise. It was discouraging when I finally got sober at age 43 to realize, to realize that I was unable to look people in the eyes without turning my gaze away, my cheeks flushing bright red, my words getting stuck in my throat. Trying to talk out loud and engage in, in eye contact felt unbearable at times. Social anxiety often feels overwhelming it can make us feel weak and inadequate. Worst of all, it can lead us to self-destructive behavior. All right? If you've ever dealt with social anxiety by turning to alcohol for relief, then you will ultimately bring more suffering into your life. This is especially true if you consume alcohol excessively over many years to navigate social situations. Social anxiety is one of those was one of the leading causes of alcohol abuse. Many of us never truly learn how to feel comfortable in any social uh, setting without drinking before, during, or after such occurrences. If we want to reduce or stop drinking, we have to first recognize and, and admit that we struggle with some form of social anxiety in order that we can discover a way to interact in the world without turning to alcohol for relief. And I think it's something like i've stated it's it's a very common trait amongst problem drinkers and alcoholics we just don't feel comfortable around other people and it's very difficult to overcome that and in fact in my opinion it's it's you know i don't know if you ever overcome it i've been sober a long time i've been as many of you know i've been sober since 2007, and you know, I still struggle to this day with with um, social anxiety. I feel very awkward around people, especially people I don't know, but even people I do know. I can be in a family function and feel <laughs> completely out of place and awkward, and and just don't know what to say or do. It's and and it's especially difficult around people I don't know or in small like having to go to small parties or dinner parties, things like that. Are incredibly uncomfortable for me still are and I think they always are going to be there are times of course when you know I make it through and I'm perfectly comfortable for whatever reason but most of the time it's just awkward you know and and I just feel uncomfortable so what I have learned in sobriety is a couple things that I want to share with you one you know you don't have to necessarily be in most situations that bring you discomfort and this is especially true if you're new to sobriety, you need to figure out a way to kind of let yourself off the hook. All right. So if you're newly sober or you're working on your sobriety, you don't have to be in social situations at least for a while until you get really comfortable with your sobriety. You know, if you have to go to some kind of family function or business function or social function of of some kind, you know, you can get out of it or at the very least you can make a polite appearance and then uh, make an excuse to get out. You got to do whatever you can do to maintain your recovery. So if you're put into an uncomfortable situation, a social situation, and you struggle with social anxiety and it could possibly lead you to reach for a drink, then it's important to recognize and to, that you don't have to be there, not always. And you sometimes have to just let yourself off the hook. Come up with an excuse not to be there, or come up with an excuse to leave early. Do whatever it takes to get yourself out of that situation as quickly as you can. If you think it might lead you to drink, also if you if you let's say you're you've been farther along in your sobriety, like myself, and and it, you're okay in the world, you don't think there's a there's a, there's a problem with you picking up a drink again, but you still feel uncomfortable in social situations, i.e., like I do. Sometimes you just got to go through with it and just understand that it's okay to feel uncomfortable. You know, and this is a secret. It took me a long time to learn this. It's okay to not feel okay. That's an important point to remember. It's okay to not feel okay. It's okay to feel uncomfortable. It's okay to feel embarrassed sometimes, to feel social anxiety. These are all natural things that everybody experiences in one form or another, I, I just think that what we try and do is run from them, you know, and that's the mistake. That's the problem. That That's where the problems begin. When we try and run from all this discomfort, or when we try and run from social anxiety, we do it in such a way that's self-destructive. You know, that's what we do as problem drinkers or alcoholics. That's what I do, you know, or did. Um, I would run from it by drinking and doing other things, other self-destructive things that made me feel, I thought, comfortable. So it's important and it took me a long time to realize this but i've gotten much better at it it's important to realize that it's okay to not be okay it's okay to feel uncomfortable it's okay to feel shy it's okay to feel embarrassed it's okay you're not going to die from it you're not going to die from social anxiety you're not going to die from social discomfort you know it's just an uncomfortable feeling so what so we need to just kind of take stock of where we're at in our recovery so if you're brand new to recovery Meaning for me, I define that as the first thirty days to the first three years that to me is new sobriety. If you're in that kind of area, that section of your sobriety and you are very um uncomfortable around people or you struggle with social anxiety, do whatever you can to not get it, not have to be in those situations if you think it might lead you to drink all right do whatever you can make make you know come up with a story you know whatever. It's really helpful. Like, you know, my wife and I have always done this. <laughs> if you're married or if you have a significant other, you just blame the other person to say, well, my wife says I, I, I can't attend because she needs help with this. Or my husband tells me that I, I can't go to this thing because we have to be over here. Just make up some bullshit and just make sure that you both are on the same page. <laughs> you know, just do whatever you can take. You know, the kids need to be watched today. We have a sick dog at home, whatever. Come up with something so that you can extricate yourself from the situation Or find a way to get out of it early. It's okay to not be in those situations until you're 100% comfortable in your recovery. And taking it a step further, once you're past, like like I said, the three-year mark, and you've been sober for a while, and you still feel social anxiety, you need to learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. In other words, you have to learn how to accept that discomfort is just part of being alive. And sometimes you just gotta walk through it and not run from it and just deal with it. You know, you sometimes you just gotta go to a little party or you gotta go to a, a business event or you gotta be around people that you don't know very well. You gotta, you gotta participate in life. And sometimes that means being around other people. And sometimes that's uncomfortable. Okay, get on, get on with it. You know, just get over yourself. <laughs> you know, no one's watching you. No one gives you shit, you know, what you're up to. You know, for the most part, people are just so caught up in their own self-interest that they barely even notice us anyway. So social anxiety is a difficult thing for most people, for problem drinkers, alcoholics. It's especially difficult, I have found. So we just have to learn to work with it. And and that requires, you know, first ex- and admitting it, first recognizing that we are socially anxious, that we have social anxiety, and then just learning how to work with it. Instead of running from it and hiding from it and, Lord forbid, ever picking up a drink again to deal with it, don't do that. Please don't do that. We have to learn to recognize it and and figure out a way to work with it, okay? So I want to share that today. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me through my website. I am a sobriety coach. I specifically work with people who are new to sobriety the first 30 days to three years. Um, I help people rebuild their lives in recovery. I'm, I'm a sobriety lifestyle coach. So if you or somebody you care about needs some assistance, please feel free to reach out to me and um, send me any questions you might have. And um, other than that, try not to be too socially anxious. (laughs) Okay. So be safe. And um, until next time. Thank you.